0: Hello and welcome to the United MEC's Leading Edge podcast. It is our goal in the communications committee to help pilots during all phases of their careers. When we were first hired at United, most of us feel as though we have won the lottery. When we land our last jet, we wonder how we got there. We prepare as best we can for the beginning of our career, but do we really plan for the end of it? I'm Captain James Belton, and today we have Mary Blissard, a former United pilot for 28 years, who will be talking with us. About the importance to proactively consider life after retirement from your airline career. She is a certified retirement coach and has worked with pilots, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and medical professionals in helping them make a successful retirement transition after a long held career. Welcome, Mary. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks, James. Recently, there have been more queries to the MEC SOAR program about the stresses associated with retiring. I'm happy to be speaking with you about life after work, the non-financial aspects of retirement for our pilot group.
0: We appreciate it. We work with the SOAR committee uh, with communications all the time. So what do you mean by uh, non-financial aspects of a retirement life?
1: Well, every pilot spends a lot of time, energy, and information seeking how to be well-prepared financially when they leave their airline career. But unfortunately, Many folks spend less time planning for the parts of real life that lend to better quality and more happiness in retirement than they do in planning a two-week vacation. As a retirement coach and a former pilot, I'd like to bring that conversation to our pilots and help them become better prepared for a successful retirement transition.
0: That's fantastic. And I know we're, having, we're in an area of record retirements in our, in our business. So how did you get started in this area of expertise?
1: Well, as you said, I was a United Pilot for 28 years. And during that time, I served for 10 years on Council 11's Retirement and Insurance Committee, five of them as chair. For the most part, we dealt with addressing the benefit issues of pilots, but also we coordinated the celebration of our pilots' retirements with events like an annual dinner and financial seminars. Over the years, I was able to speak with the pilots who were or had retired and also with their spouses. And what I discovered was that the transition to life after work was not going easily or well for quite a few of them. It's no surprise that many of the pilots were not ready or eager to retire. In fact, some of them were bitter, some were resigned, and most were not healthy or thriving. I was appalled, but it seemed that even the pilot who knew their 65th birthday was approaching was completely unprepared for the personal and emotional impact of retirement. That experience led me to seek out certification as a retirement coach to see if I could incorporate some strategies to make the transition to retirement better all around for our pilots and their families.
0: Now, I've been an airline pilot for 32 years, and I haven't heard much about retirement coaching. I've heard about financial. We, we have a financial uh, presentation quite frequently from our our, our R&I guys. So what exactly is retirement coaching and why haven't we heard much about that?
1: Uh, Retirement coaching is a straightforward and recognized tool, especially in companies where the human resources department facilitates not only the benefits provided for its employees, but also counseling for the future ahead. This kind of guidance is especially beneficial for high functioning individuals who are in identity-based careers, such as physicians, CEOs, military personnel. As you mentioned, there's a lot of emphasis on the beginning of our career, but pilots are on their own course as retirement approaches. Retirement coaching is a way to offer and direct specific conversations so that an individual feels confident and prepared for the transition to the next chapter of life. It, it seemed like a perfect fit for a pilot group, but there are some Specific nuances I had to address in my practice.
0: I still haven't retired from my military job, and I have uh, ho- hopefully 10 more years here. So tell us why retirement coaching is so important. We, we, uh, we mission plan our lives and our flights, but tell us why it's so important to factor into the, the end of career transition.
1: Um, primarily, our longevity has increased over the last generations. For many pilots, they understand through their financial preparations for retirement that when they depart a career at age 65, there could be a good 25 to 30 years ahead of them, a great opportunity to fulfill long-held dreams or pursue passions that the work years did not permit. The key to optimizing this longevity and life after work is to set up and offer conditions the best quality of life possible can bring. All pilots want to win or master their retirement years. You may have heard some cockpit or layover conversations about the future, such as, how am I going to do this? Or how is it going to look for you? And our favorite, what's the gouge to do in retirement right and successfully?
0: Yes, that's certainly, uh, that's how we do it. That's our, our approach. We learn from others and we try to avoid those pitfalls. And we do see that that we are living longer. Like you said, my father is a retired airline pilot and he's 86 years old. So I retired at 60, 26 years out of the cockpit. I'm sure he didn't really think about that.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic to hear about your dad, but often pilots avoid thinking about this until after they've retired, thinking there's plenty of time to adapt to the new routines. And actually there's a better approach and that is to prepare for this transition well in advance. The transition process is very individual. No two paths are the same. What's right for you and your family is the key to breaking the code.
0: So what's the best practice or approach for a pilot who's looking at retirement, say, in three years or so?
1: Pilots who spend some time in specific and direct thought and conversation about their future are the ones who find the most comfort in what often is a very uncomfortable time. It's like what pilots feel most at home with, analyzing and making a plan, uh, considering potential obstacles they may encounter, and then taking action ahead of that time to make their flight go smoothly as possible. It's important to start this approach early as there's a phenomenon of tunnel vision in the run up to the actual retirement date.
0: Now, that seems a little counterintuitive to pilots. They generally have the big picture. So what do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, I'll be frank. Even the word retirement has a bad connotation or can represent something that seems not applicable to a pilot. Some folks picture retirement as cruising off into the sunset. Others envision the days addressing the long list of things on their to-do list. And some of them have the image of their folks or grandparents sitting on the porch in their rocking chairs as the days go by. These images can be unrealistic, daunting, or even scary to consider so often pilots and other professionals don't want to think about the whole thing except for the final day of work. The key is to get out of that tunnel vision where you only look at the last date, the end date, and then for pilots the way we do that is we try to optimize the schedule and trips in the last month or figure out the details of the finney flight and instead step back, pull focus and start taking in the bigger picture the longer and wider view and not just the last day. Sometimes I have to remind all our pilots that there's equally a time to celebrate a career, but that any flight could be your last flight as evidenced by the nature and consequences of this pandemic. So optimally taking a longer view and starting to embrace these challenges in retirement transition directly and with autonomy can begin three to five years before the planned retirement date. In a way, it's similar to the financial planning considerations you execute in the run-up to retiring.
0: Well, I hope our, our pilots will, will heed your advice and, and start that process in that, that time frame, but what if a pilot's outside of that optimum time? Say, you know, he's right at the uh, the whole short line of of the retirement portion of his career. What would you say to that pilot? Is it too late to start?
1: No, not at all. I call that the red <clears throat> zone of retirement. It's more a uh, Frequent than you think. It's often at the RI's retirement seminars that the pilot really gets the reality of the impending change in life ahead. I've seen it while the pilot listens to how to choose medical plans or social security strategies, their faces in disbelief that their career is coming to an end. And even more blatant is the spouse's reaction of holy cow, this person's going to be home now every single day and night.
0: uh, I I could see that happening in my house.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Pilots know the impact of their career lifestyle on the family, but they also need to understand this end of career lifestyle can be a shock to the system if not addressed before the actual retirement. One benefit of sorts in this terrible pandemic was for the pilots and their families to learn to adapt to extended time together again. Here again, a lot of those tools from our jobs as pilots can be useful if thoughtfully applied. You know, planning ahead, anticipating obstacles, and communicating carefully our needs and our visions. Then adapting that plan as changes come up will suit the pilots well.
0: So Mary, how does that, out of those pilots go more specifically through the task of considering that retirement transition?
1: Well, I have a checklist of things that a pilot and their family can look at as, three, as uh, early as three to five years out when it seems like there's nothing but time and good trips left. Um, I won't go into all of it here, but it's actually an excellent exercise in pursuing a couple of key factors that I've seen can make one's transition to the next uh, chapter as successful as their airline career has been. But here's here some initial suggestions. Have a real conversation with your spouse, partner, or close friend about your life visions for your retirement years. Ask questions about goals, activities, where you want to live, who you want to spend time with, and specifically how you foresee you will spend your days. Then identify those areas of interest and commit to a plan to explore them over the next 12 months. See what fits and doesn't and adjust. And finally, everybody will like this one, chair fly, a day of what you think it will be like after retiring. That exercise alone can be the most enlightening predictor of overall readiness for the next chapter ahead.
0: Of course, of course, we're going to have checklists and chair flying. That's fantastic. I really really like that. So what are the key factors and are they pilot specific or can any retiree benefit from them?
1: That's an excellent point, James. As I said before, there are some nuances for our careers that aren't exactly translatable to the other retiring workers. But in general, I think everyone could benefit from this kind of proactive approach to their last years and their career. So the, the key areas are pretty straightforward and they include health, relationships, identity, and grief. Let's start with your health, James. Although you are quite a ways from your planned retirement date, as you must have observed, the stress of pilots' lifestyle with sleep needs, efficiently fueling your body, and staying active in what can be a sedentary job are the challenges which accumulate throughout a pilot's career.
0: Sure, yeah. especially as we get, we get into international flying and, and whatnot, it even gets worse.
1: Yeah, and the overall effect takes a toll on one's health. And the number one predictor of quality of life and retirement is not money, but good to excellent health. Unfortunately, many pilots don't consider this until a health crisis comes up. It's a difficult eye opener to deal with a medical issue or even watch your flying partner suffer one. So besides incorporating an active awareness and pursuit of better health practices, I urge everyone well before retirement, here I'm talking about five years prior, to have a full and comprehensive physical and health assessment. Many of the undesired effects of health consequences can be changed or even eliminated with an intention of making what you can control as optimum as possible. Surprisingly, even with the flight physicals we have every six months, many folks don't discover a serious issue until after they retire. The benefit to addressing this in advance of your retirement date is exponential. Pilots can adapt more thoughtful approach to figuring out their consumption and their movement program, and happily, a pilot's family and or partner will also benefit from the changes as well. Next and essential to address are the relationships in a pilot's life, both inside and outside of the home and work environment. The lifestyle of our career is that rhythm of life that family and partners have become accustomed to for many years and the reemergence into a spouse or family member's life can be welcome on the one hand, but unsettling on the other. Some of my clients have dealt with the two extremes. One being expected to now fully attend to all the ideas, projects, and activities of their partner, only to find some tension in claiming time for themselves. And the other, ready now to fully participate in the family life agenda, feels a little left behind as the partner has their individual activities and goals going on. The key to figuring out the balance and how to manage the transition to the new life of being full-time at home is communication, just like the cockpit. And the time to open up the lines of communication is over that course of the run-up to retirement, preferably years out. The sooner you set a tone and a joint aspiration and how the days, months, and years at home are going to look and feel, the more confident and content all parties will be as retirement looms. On that note, it's also worth considering the other relationships in a pilot's life while still working to establish some kind of lasting method of connection with those you want to keep in touch after retirement. Camaraderie is one of the things that pilots miss the most when retiring. It is essential to consider strategies ahead of departing the career of how to stay in touch with those people who connect you to your role, whether it's in person or online. My old KC-10 squadron mates have reunited annually at the Reno air races. And this effort to stay connected has solidified a bond going back some decades now Creating the connection of this type can be as easy as sharing contact info or staying in touch through social media, but the return on investing in these relationships is priceless. And it is great to have people in your life who relate to your role and career as a pilot. This leads us into the other key area to address, and I think it may be one source of discomfort that prevents pilots from wanting to think about life after flying. This is our identity. In a way, you know, our career is very different from others in that as pilots, we do what we are. And the arbitrary nature of having to leave all of that behind by a specific birthday seems to cause many pilots to feel like they are being stripped of one of their most important features as a person.
0: So Mary, I, I fully understand what you're, what you're trying to say there. And uh, we do identify in this in this fantastic career um, for a very long time. And you shared a story with me about one retired pilot who who he said that the first time he came back to the airport as a civilian and walks through the terminal, the crowds didn't part. Nobody made eye contact or uh, acknowledged him. Uh, he was just another guy in the crowd. Um, can you speak about that?
1: Yeah, that was that was a pretty apt observation and articulated well the sentiment of losing who he felt he was and always had been a pilot. Of course, he is still a pilot. He's lived in an air park and flown his own airplane for many years before retirement. The bonus of talking about this concept before one retires is that other dimensions of a pilot's identity can be embraced, enhanced, and valued. Most pilots we know are not just one thing, It just seems like it when that one thing is coming to an end. And then talking about our perceived loss of identity after retirement, there is a fourth area that can be a real obstacle to a happy retirement transition, and that is grief. There are many transitions in life that can create grief, death or divorce of a spouse, unexpected illness or a family crisis. A lot of folks discount the loss of a career, especially a planned retirement after a long career as grief-inducing. But for many pilots, it is just that. What we get from our active careers as pilots besides financial benefit includes some things we feel may be irreplaceable after retirement. There is, of course, the actual fulfillment of doing our job applying our expertise and safely accomplishing the mission every time we go to work. We are recognized for that expertise and often acknowledged by the wider public for our unique capabilities. There is also a matter of autonomy and control functions. We make decisions and judgments that matter and are rewarded for that intrinsically as well as externally. Finally, there's a matter of relevance. What we think, do, how we act as pilots is relevant to the company and industry as a whole. This relevance gives us a platform that is not often found in other careers and is very hard to replicate in retirement.
0: Uh, That's a fantastic point, Mary. Um, A friend of mine, an 84-year-old man who gave me some advice recently, he he said, don't retire. Don't ever retire. And I said, well, you know, I have to at age 65 from, from my pilot job. He goes, well, you need to find something to kind of melt into to keep yourself active. So, so what are the qualities of the active career? Uh, what qualities are essential to apply to the next phase of life after work? And how are, we, how are we going to get to that?
1: Well, there are two concepts I'd like pilots to start considering right now, wherever they are on their career path. One is that for the most part, what we do daily in our flying careers is relatively intangible. That is the previous good landing, two legs later doesn't stick in our minds distinctly. The effect, some might call it a halo effect for an exceptional performance, is diluted or gone in a very short time after the event occurs. At the end of a career, we need some kind of tangible evidence of specific fond or amazing memories of what we've done, besides the war stories that others might enjoy. I suggest that in some format, pilots document for their own purposes and event, um purposes, the events and people that had some meaning, enjoyment and evidence of memorable moments throughout their career. This can be done by keeping a journal, a social media log, or an old school camera so that these positive times can be recalled over and over again. The second concept is to start being intentional with your legacy and purpose right now at whatever stage of your flying career you are in. There are pilots we've all flown with that made a positive impact on our lives professionally and personally who may never know how they are remembered. But the critical thing is We all need and are better for those pilots in our lives. With the rapid expansion of the airline pilot force and the many retirements looming in the next five years, there is no better time to start adding value where you can to your fellow pilots by mentoring and sharing your knowledge and experience. Also, I'd encourage people to offer a word of thanks to those who've already made a difference in your own life and career. As mentioned on some of the other Episodes of piloting your mind. Cultivating resilience is a habit and an atmosphere we want to create in all areas of our lives. But this resilience bank needs to be filled up, especially in the run-up to retiring from an airline career. Good health, valued relationships, and a solid well-being are the ingredients to having that resilience bank at all times. But the best time to start for retiring is five years prior and the second best time being now. There are resources available to help our pilots navigate this transition to their next chapter of life offered by the MEC SOAR committee. You can find these resources on the MEC website under the SOAR committee webpage. Retirement transition can be an emotionally challenging time and a different sort of stress for pilots, but addressed proactively, it can make the end of a career ultimately more fulfilling and something to truly celebrate.
0: Mary, thank you for providing our listeners with valuable advice as they wind down one of the most rewarding careers on the planet. They say that death and taxes are the only sure things in life, but our last landing of an airliner should be added to that list and preparing for that eventuality is paramount to our successfully transitioning to the next phase of our lives. So on behalf of the United MEC, thank you for joining us here on the Leading Edge Podcast. And uh, we look forward to our next edition to Piloting Your Mind. I'm Captain James Belton.